nice. Yeah. And we hear this piano music. This very nice piano music. It can only mean one thing. It's time for stories. Yeah, it's story time here on the Library of Sound. Welcome, friends. I am your humble host. And today we have everybody's favorite, the Great Gildersleeve, with the very first Stories for Children album that they released. You know, he did three different albums, all called Stories for Children or Children's Story, various uh, incantations of that title. Uh, let's see here. One was called Children's Stories as Told by the Great Gildersleeve. Uh, the other one was called Stories for Children by the Great Gildersleeve. Yeah, just like this first one, Stories for Children as Told by the Great Gildersleeve. Today, the Great Gildersleeve himself is going to tell us the story of Rumpelstiltskin. Ooh, yeah, Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, I remember Rumpelstiltskin when I was a kid. My mama used to tell us this story. She'd read it from the book, and he'd be, uh, I think he's the one who has to uh, weave that girl's hair. Isn't that she's the one who throws her long hair down off the out of a window, and they climb up to save her, or, and Rumpelstiltskin is... Uh, uh, somebody has to try to say his name backward. Uh, uh, my my mind, I'm I'm going back to when I was a kid hearing this, so that's what I can remember. But I do remember it was a very fun story, and I'm sure Gildersleeve is going to make it even more fun. Let's listen now to this album, Stories for Children, as told by the Great Gildersleeve and Rumble Stiltskin, our Library of Sound feature. I am your humble host. Now let's listen. Once upon a time, there was a man who loved to boast. The funny part of it was, he hadn't a thing in the world to boast about, except his daughter. Oh, his daughter was very beautiful, and that was a fact. But that wasn't enough for him. He had to go around boring people with stories about how clever she was. And I'm afraid that sometimes he exaggerated a little. Why do you know, he said one time, that girl is so clever. She's so clever that she can spin gold out of straw. Well. Nobody paid much attention to him, but the story got around, and finally it reached the king. Now, this king was very fond of money. He used to collect it. He'd like to wander around the palace and jingle it in his royal robes. In fact, that was all he ever thought about, money, money, money. So when he heard there was a girl in his kingdom who could spin gold from straw, he ordered it brought to him at once. But your majesty, the poor girl said, I can't spin gold from straw. The king was suspicious. You're just saying that, he said. And he led her to a room where there was a big pile of straw and a spinning wheel. Get to work, he told her. And if all this straw isn't gold by morning, it'll be just too bad. And he slammed the door and locked her in. The poor girl threw herself on the floor and began to weep. When suddenly the door opened and in walked a funny little man. I give you my word, he was no taller than a wheelbarrow. He had a long beard and a pointed hat. And he wore a little green vest with a great big watch and chain. Hello, beautiful, he said. Why all the tears? She told him all the trouble she was in, how if she didn't spin the straw into gold before morning, she would surely be killed. What'll you give me, asked the little man, if I do it for you? Oh, anything, she said. I'll give you my necklace. It was a deal. He sat down at the spinning wheel and round and round it went till he had spun all the straw into gold. 
When the king came in the next morning, he was delighted. But instead of letting the poor girl go, he took her into another room where there was even a bigger pile of straw. I don't have to tell you, he said, that if all this straw isn't gold by morning, you will meet a fate so horrible that I can't even think what it is. That night, the same thing happened. The little man returned, and the poor girl offered him her ring, which was the only thing she had left. And before morning, the job was all done. When the king came in, he could hardly believe his eyes. By George, he thought, this girl is a gold mine. He led her to a third room, even larger, but there was easily a ton and a half of straw. I'll tell you what I'm going to do, he said. If you spin all this into gold, I'll marry you and make you my queen. <laughs> Big-hearted. But I can't, she cried. Tut-tut, my dear, the king said. Never say can't. And he closed the door softly. But just the same, he locked it. This time, the girl really was in trouble. But she had no jewelry left to offer the little man when he came. Would you like to know what she did? Well, I'll tell you. But you'll have to go change the record first. <laughs> When the little man came to the room where the poor girl had been locked up, all she could do was throw herself on his mercy and beg him to help her. Well, I'm losing money on this, the little fellow said, but I'll do it if you promise one thing. Promise me that when you're queen, you'll give me your first child. The wretched girl gave him her promise. What else could she do? And sure enough, the next day, the king married her and made her his queen. Oddly enough, they got along together very well as royal marriages go, and in due time, they had a baby. The queen was so happy she forgot all about her promise to the little man with a beard till one day he arrived and announced that he had come for the child. The queen wept and pleaded and wept some more. She wept so piteously and she was so doggone beautiful that the little man gave in. I don't know why I do this, he said. I'm a fool. But if you can tell me within three days what my name is, you can keep your baby. Well, sir, the queen almost went crazy trying to think what the little man might be called. The first day when he came, she tried simple names like Elmer and Mac and Joe, but she could see at once that they didn't fit. You'll have to do better than that, the little fellow said, and he went off rubbing his hands and chortling in glee. <laughs> the second day, she failed again. By this time, she was so terrified, she went and told her husband about the whole thing, and the king issued a royal proclamation. Everybody think up names! next morning, a messenger arrived at the court. I haven't thought of any names, he said, but yesterday when I was going through the woods, I came upon a little hut. In front of the hut, there was a fire, and a funny little man was dancing round and round it, singing this song. Bring me cookies, bring me wine, tomorrow night the baby's mine. If I don't win this guessing game, Rumpelstiltskin's not my name. When the queen heard this, she jumped for joy. She couldn't wait for the little man to get there. He arrived just at sundown with a big sack to carry the baby off in. All right, he said, taking out his watch. Start guessing. Is your name Horace, she asked. Nope. Is it Humphrey? You're cold. It isn't Throckmorton. <sniffs> Certainly not. Ridiculous. Then she said, could it possibly be... Rumpelstiltskin? Oh! Somebody told you, he shouted. Some blabbermouth told you. And he was so mad, he stamped his foot and stamped it right through the floor. They had to pull him out. And he limped away, muttering to himself. 
Always somebody spoiling the game. And that was the last that was ever seen of him, the old goat. <laughs> Friends, stories for children as told by the great Gildersleeve. Today's story was Rumpelstiltskin. Classic story there. Rumpelstiltskin. Hope you enjoyed hearing it as much as I did here on the Library of Sound. I am your humble host. We will see you again next time for more Sounds Like Radio, more Library of Sound. You just never know what you're going to hear on Sounds Like Radio's Library of Sound. Till next time, then, I am your humble host saying so long for now. Goodbye, everybody, and thank you all for listening.